Happy Easter. One Easter, a long, long time ago, my brother, dad, mom, and I all spent across town at the Ridley's house. The Ridley's had two older sons, Brian and Dan Ridley. And to be honest, I loved both of his sons very, very much, but I mainly loved Brian as he had shown me his vault of comics and let me have access to them and read them, even the ones in Mylar. And he left me a note one time in amongst the comics, but they were grown up and away at college during this time. There was their mom, my mom's friend, Nancy Ridley, the dad whose name nobody in my family seems to be able to remember, and their dog, Monroe the Wonder Dog. Damien, my brother, and I were well familiar with Monroe from the times that the Ridleys had had our family house sit. Monroe could walk on his hind legs up a flight of stairs. He could change the TV channel on command with the remote, and when you made a gun out of your thumb and forefinger and pointed it at him and shouted bang, Monroe would fall down and play dead. We could not believe someone as talented as Monroe was not a superstar on TV as a stunt dog. Nancy, Mrs. Ridley, was, you know, the lifestyle magazines back in the day, Sunset or Martha Stewart or Home and Gardens, that feature recipes for elaborate seasonal meals that are served on tables all arranged with things like flowers or nuts or fruit floating in pools of water and then candles positioned in a brandy snifter that's layered with sand and baby seashells and these mosaic silkscreen decorative paint porch furniture projects and you think to yourself who actually does all this stuff mrs ridley is who I don't think that she worked, but I don't know how she could work. Just searching for the different varieties of peppercorn to freshly crush and add to the tarragon and the preserved lemon to put over the fish for the poisson de pain pitant could probably take up the better part of an entire day. While the rest of us were at our houses arguing whether you could put chili and hot dogs both into the Kraft macaroni and cheese or if it had to be either or, Mrs. Ridley was across town diligently winding thin hand-cut leather straps to bind and assemble a driftwood obelisk to train ivy to wind around in her garden to serve as a focal point for the hollowed-out barrel filled with wild lavender that she had sourced. Now, especially when you grow up and have your own place, people like this can initially make you freaked out or resentful or woefully inadequate in your own level of commitment and motivation flawless and creative interior exterior household decorate and entertaining maintenance but you should not feel that way and the reason is because these people are deeply deeply insane they might be nice people they might be kind and intelligent and good and great to be around but some kind of madness sets in at some moment when you're breaking up brightly colored thrift store plates to glue into a collage pattern on an end table filling in between the edges with grout and grout and grout or hand cutting autumn leaf patterns out of pie crusto to layer over the top of an apple cranberry and orange zest pie all of which grow in your yard i've been to the edge of this madness myself a few times i've stared into the potpourri scented abyss but i have not crossed over restrained probably due to the memories of one certain easter at the ridley's house and also because I am lazy. We had had the egg searching and the Easter basket bestowing already at our own house that morning. Our baskets, my brother and I, had the holiday standards, chick in egg or rabbit head pez, 
one to five Cadbury cream eggs, malted milk eggs, jelly beans, and a hollow, always hollow, chocolate bunny with hard frosting features in a cardboard display box like an action figure you could eat. My mother gave the traditional Easter blessing of, I want to see every bit of that Easter grass picked up off the floor because the dogs could eat it, and plus it gets caught in the vacuum cleaner, and then we are off to spend Easter day with the Ridleys. Mrs. Ridley had, of course, gone outer limits in decorating the inside of the house in Easter-appropriate fashion, so my brother and I spent the first part of the day just going room to room, marveling at all the stuff. There was this set of nesting dolls. They were all rabbits, a big rabbit with a smaller rabbit inside, with a smaller rabbit inside that one, and a smaller rabbit inside that one, and so on, down, 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 to a rabbit that was tinier than half a pinky finger, and inside that rabbit was a tiny wooden carrot. So this disturbed my brother because he figured that meant that the little rabbit had eaten the carrot, and it was inside his belly, but that meant, therefore, the next smallest rabbit had eaten the smaller rabbit, and so on, which made the whole toy this icon of generations of bunny cannibals and I was in my own disrupted state because I wanted to steal that carrot I wanted it so much but I didn't know why and I also knew I couldn't do it in the guest bathroom there were bars of soap shaped like chicks eggs and bunnies regular artwork on the walls had been seasonally replaced with bunny themed artwork and there were all these miniature Easter baskets everywhere filled with jelly bellies or filled with wildflowers, or soft fake baby chicks, and leafless Easter tree models with Easter ornaments hung on the branches. So everybody ate huge, soft, hot, drippy cinnamon rolls with caramel and raisins, and the grown-ups had coffee, and talked for about 45 minutes about how good the coffee was, and then Damien and I discovered Monroe's new trick. He would pick up a sofa cushion by one corner with his teeth, and then fling it across the room. We had him do it maybe 500 times and it kept getting funnier until finally Mrs. Ridley said, okay, everybody, let's go out to the back deck for the main event. We all went outside and sat on home-hewn cedarwood porch chairs on the low cedarwood deck that overlooked the backyard. It was a little cool outside, but bright and dry. My brother and I couldn't imagine what the main event might be and my parents didn't seem to know either. They didn't even seem that fascinated by the prospect, but my brother and I were entertaining fantasies of big piles of Easter presents, beautifully packaged, being brought to us, as well as entire egg cartons filled with Cadbury cream eggs. We were optimistic children. Mrs. Ridley stood facing us at the lawn edge of the deck, like a teacher addressing her class, and said, smiling, First of all... Whatever my husband's name is and I are so glad your family could be with us to spend this holiday. It's so wonderful to have children back in the house again. All the adults turned and smiled at my brother and I for being there. So one thing that we like to do at Easter time, continued Mrs. Ridley, is have Monroe's Easter Parade. So here it is. I hope you enjoy. Honey, can you? And while... Mrs. Ridley turned and disappeared around the side of the house. Mr. Ridley took a remote control and aimed it back through the sliding porch door and to the living room stereo, which clicked on and began playing a queued-up Rick Springfield's working-class dog at a nicely audible volume. Mrs. Ridley came walking briskly back out from around the house, followed by Monroe, who was all dressed up in a sort of multi-ruffled baby blue can-can dancer outfit with fabric butterflies fluttering all over it and a sort of bonnet on his head made out of more butterflies. Mrs. Ridley stepped, stopped 
a little past us so that Monroe was directly in front of us. This is Monroe, she recited, in tropical tango. Monroe, take a bow. Hold on, I have to burp. The skirted butterfly covered Monroe, bent his front legs down to the ground, followed Mrs. Ridley in a wide turn, and then they both headed back around the house. Damien and I sat there with our mouths open. What had we just seen? We looked over at the adults to gauge how to react. My dad was cracking up and applauding. Mr. Ridley was clapping as well, very sedately. He'd seen it all before. And my mom had her eyes closed and was very slowly, slightly shaking her head back and forth. Just a few seconds later, Mrs. Ridley was back again, again, followed by Monroe, who was now sporting a pair of cunning yellow doggy overalls with little fake fabric gardening tools sewed into the back pockets and a big straw farmer's hat with holes cut out for his ears. Presenting Busy Garden Monroe, announced Mrs. Ridley. We all applauded, and this time Monroe stood up on his hind legs and walked around in a tiny little circle. So we were all clapping for Monroe, but this had nothing really to do with Monroe. It wasn't like he'd gone to Mrs. Ridley in the late winter and said, you know, Nancy, what I'd really like is some fancy Easter outfits in the months to come. It would make me happy to walk around the backyard wearing little human dog clothes. And I don't know about shoes, but some sweet little hats would be nice. It's true Monroe did not seem traumatized. He seemed to be having a pretty good time, but you just know he didn't pick those outfits out himself. Working class dog segued into he's a dog, he's a bird dog by the Everly Brothers, I think, and then wrapped up with Diamond Dogs by David Bowie. Monroe came out and back and out again in many more outfits, which culminated in a full Easter bunny costume with saddlebags filled with eggs and not the kind of fake bunny ears that fit over the head on a headband, but floppy pouches on a sort of cowl that fit right over Monroe's real ears. We all went back inside. We hung around for a while longer. Damien and I watched some TV, and we all thanked the Ridleys and got in the car to drive home. Jesus Christ, said my dad good-naturedly after shutting his car door. Wait till we're out of the driveway, please, said my mom, waving out the passenger side window. When we get home, my brother announced happily, I'm dressing up Jesse and Jonah. Those were our two dogs. Uh, Like hell you are, my dad informed him. Just leave it, Richard, my mom told my dad. It makes her happy to do it. It's totally harmless. It's an outlet of some kind for her. Do you know, if I have ever seen one, and I have, my dad replied, your old friend Nancy is a bona fide screaming queen trapped in a straight woman's body. Richard, said my mom, while I instantly pictured Mrs. Ridley as the only screaming queen I knew of, the Red Queen from Alice in Wonderland. And that would make Monroe Toto? No, that was the Wizard of Oz. But that was okay because Mrs. Ridley was more like Glinda the Good Witch from The Wizard of Oz than she was the Red Queen. My dad must have gotten the analogy wrong. I leaned against the back seat as we drove and imagined the house that I would have in the future, a house of my very own, and how I would decorate it for different holidays. It would have all the cool things Mrs. Ridley had, and plus it would have a swimming pool on every floor, and the swimming pools would look just like Lex Luthor's swimming pool from the first Superman, and there would be one green light in the bottom that shone up in the darkness, and that would be like the kryptonite, and oh, by God, I would have my very own tiny, tiny wooden carrot.